Lakuta Sikhis, Volume 15, the fifth Sikha on Chayesara, also titled Shabbos Mevorchim Kislev. The title of this article is Miracle Flames. Our Parsha Chayesara is quite often the one for the Shabbat in which we bless the month of Kislev, and hence must have a connection with this month. The month of Kislev's main theme is connected with its holiday of Hanukkah. Hence, there must be a connection between Chayesara and Hanukkah. The connection in which Chayesara is hinting upon the miracle of Hanukkah is, I quote to you from a pasuk of this week's parsha, and Isaac brought her, meaning Rebecca, to the tent of Sarah, his mother. Rashi says in those words, he brought her to the tent, and behold, she was Sarah, his mother, meaning she became the likeness of Sarah, his mother. In what way? Rashi explains. For as long as Sarah was alive, her Shabbat candle burned from one Shabbat Eve to the next. When she died, these things ceased, and when Rebecca arrived, they resumed. And the miracle of Hanukkah was, I quote to you from the Talmud, when the Greeks entered the sanctuary, they defiled all the oils that were in the sanctuary by touching them. And when the Hashmanon monarchy overcame them and emerged victorious over them, they searched and found only one cruise of oil that was placed with the seal of the high priest, meaning undisturbed by the Greeks and pure. And there was sufficient oil there to light the menorah for only one day. A miracle occurred, and they lit the menorah from it eight days. Now, that's the connection, the miracle of how long the flames of the Shabbat candles of Sarah and Rivka and of the menorah candles. Being that the miracle of Hanukkah created a holiday, hence we must say that there is a novelty in the miracle of Hanukkah lights over Sarah and Rebecca's Shabbos candles. The miracle of the Hanukkah light is understood in one of two ways. One, the, in the quantity of the found oil, meaning either that, A, the found jug miraculously refilled itself with the next day's oil for eight days until they were able to make new oil, or B, the menorah's seven lamps were found full even after burning for the previous day, meaning that the miracle is in the quantity of the oil. Another way to look at it, in the quality of the oil, in which the oil that would normally last for one day miraculously burned for eight days, in which every of those eight days the oil decreased only one-eighth of the oil. Again, either a in each of the menorah's lamps, or B, that they only poured an eighth of the jug's oil each night into the menorah lamps. We can now compare the miracle of Hanukkah lights and the Shabbat candles of Sarah and Rebecca. According to the opinion of quality, both miracles were of the same category, in which the oil burned the lit for longer than it naturally should. Only that by the Hanukkah candles, one, the oil lasted longer, it lasted for eight days, and two, the miracle reoccurred every day as they lit the menorah, while the Shabbat candles of Sarah and Rivka, one, lasted less than 
seven full days and happened only once when lit on Friday and then consequently for and lit for consequently for the week. Now, while according to the opinion of quantity, the two miracles were of different categories, in which by the Hanukkah lights, there was a miraculous creation of additional oil, and not so by the Shabbos candles of Sarah and Rebekah. Nevertheless, even according to the opinion of quantity, the Hanukkah miracle is not a novelty, as we find the miraculous creation of additional oil happening in the theme of the written law, the story of Alicia where he kept on pouring from that one jar of oil into all the vessels, filling them of the widow and her two sons that had no money. Now, to understand the novelty of the miracle with the Hanukkah lights, let us look into the halachic issue, the Jewish law issue, with each of the two opinions mentioned. One, quantity. How could they use miracle oil to kindle the menorah when the verse in the Torah clearly dictates that it has to be, and they shall take to you pure olive oil to kindle the lamps continuously? From the perspective of the, the opinion of quality, question is, being that the measurement of oil that needed to be in each of the menorah's lamp every day is the measurement of, I quote to you from the verse, from evening to morning, which the sages measured to be one half of a lug. That's a uh, liquid measurement. However, according to this opinion that the miracle happened in the quality of the oil, number one, only on the first night was there the give it its measure of one half a lug. While on the following nights, there was missing each night an additional eighth of the measurement. And two, being that an eighth of the half of lug is the present amount of oil for, quote, from evening to morning, end quote, hence only the eighth night had the right amount with no extras. Here, the Rebbe introduces a third perspective on the Hanukkah lights miracle. Based on the truest omnipotence of God called Nimna Hanimnois, impossible of impossibilities, of simultaneously antithetical, such as the Talmud says the place of the ark is not in the measurement. Now, there is the mandatory measurement in the Torah that the ark has to have two and a half cubits its length, a cubit and a half its width, and a cubit and a half its heights. So too, the room of the Holy of Holies was 10 cubits by 10 cubits by 10 cubits. Nevertheless, when the Holy Ark was placed within the Holy of Holies, the two and a half by one and a half by one and a half of the Holy Ark took up no space of the 10 by 10 by 10 of the Holy of Holies. Meaning that when you measured from the, the northern wall of the Holy of Holies to the northern edge of the Holy Ark, there was five cubits, ma'amos. And when you measured from the northern side edge of the Ark to the southern side of the Ark, there was two and a half amos. And then when you measured from the southern edge of the Holy Ark to the southern wall of the Holy of Holies, there was five. Now that totals twelve and a half. But when you measured from the northern wall of the Holy of Holies to the southern wall of the Holy of Holies, there was only ten amas.
Hence, it was their omnipotence of within place itself, there is beyond place. So to concerning the oil for lighting, which means that the oil is being consumed, there was the trait of heavenly fire, the thorn bush was not being consumed. There was the nimna hanim noise in which the oil was consumed by the menorah flames. That is the natural oil that we have to use halachically, olive oil. And together with that, there was every night the give it its measure. Hence, according to this third perspective, you have everything beautiful. You have natural olive oil and you have it burning according to nature where it is consumable. And the Nimna Hanim Noyes, the consumable oil, was not consumed. And hence, every single night, you had the, set, the right amount of oil needed to kindle the menorah. Give it its measure. Deeper yet, the miraculous, quote, the place of the ark is not in the measurement, end quote, was only through the ark being a holy ark, which could only be by making it as God commanded to its measurement. Hence, the place of the ark is not in the measurement, is of the very measurement of the holy ark. It's only because the holy ark was made according to God's measurements that it had this power of then being the place of the ark is not in the measurement. So too it is by kindling the menorah in accordance to God's law of using natural olive oil with the property of being consumed by fire, which then brought about the miracle of they found the next morning the lamps filled with oil, meaning that the olive oil was not consumed. Now, the specific Hanukkah connection with the novelty of the miracle of the lamps will thus be of three different fashions. Number one, quantity, the opinion of the quantity. Whilst the oil from the second day on was miracle oil, nevertheless, the miracle was visible only in the first moment in which the lamp was miraculously full with oil, after which the oil would burn naturally for the duration of the menorah's lamp being lit for that day. According to the opinion that the miracle oil was of quality, whilst the miracle of the fire not consuming the natural amount of oil, but just an eighth of this amount is visible throughout the entire day. Nevertheless, it is only the effect, the amount of oil being consumed of the miracle and not the miracle itself that is visible, means the miracle property within the oil. We only see the effect of it. Now, according to the third opinion, the very miracle itself, that natural consumable oil itself is not being consumed at all at every and any moment of being lit, is where the very miracle itself, being not the outcome of miracle oil, but rather the miracle itself in natural oil, is visible the entire time. Now, let's see how this plays itself out in service to God. Nature represents serving God only within the natural capacity of man's logic, how much he understands and how much he feels. Miracle represents seeing God with, serving God with acceptance of the yoke, obedience, and transrational self-sacrifice. 
Now, being human mandates that in order for our observances be in accordance with God's supernal will beyond our finite capacity, therefore our nature, our logical service to God, must be upon our miracle, obedient, self-sacrifice service to God. Now, in this we find three categories. One, quantity. Whilst the feeling of obedience and self-sacrifice leaves its residue upon the observance of the entire day, nevertheless, the actual miracle is visible only in the morning, Shema Yisrael, Hear, O Israel, God is one, which is, as Tanya explains, to accept upon herself the kingdom of heaven with self-sacrifice. Now, the era in which this type of service is needed, this service is for when all is as should be. The light of God shines with no darkness. Hence, it is suffice the morning miracle and have its residue carry us through the day. According to the second opinion, quality. Now, here the service is, whilst the miracle of the morning's Shema Israel, hero Israel, God is our God, God is one, is fixed permanently in his heart and will not depart from his memory night and day and thus visible all day. Nevertheless, while the memory of the miracle is shining all day and is visible in its effect on his observances, however, he is not within the actual miracle all day. Now, the error for this, this service is for when there is darkness, but within the natural capacity that God created for nature to conceal the light of God within it. Hence, one needs to always remember the miracle, but not necessarily to live within the miracle, the service of self-sacrifice all day. According to the third opinion, Nim Nehanim Noes, all day he visibly stands within the miracle service of self-sacrifice, is visible the entire time, and hence his observance are all in its accordance. For example, as that of Rabbi Akiva, where the Talmud tells us that he told his students, all my days I have been troubled by the verse to love God with all your heart, all your soul, meaning even if God takes your soul, actual self-sacrifice. And he went on to tell his students, I said to myself, when will the opportunity be afforded me to fulfill this verse? So here you see that all his days he lived within the actual miracle of self-sacrifice. Now, the error for this is, this service is for when the darkness not only conceals, but rises up against the light of God. And we need to engage with war against the darkness and break it. For this, we must live within the miracle all day long. Now, Hanukkah was a time when Israel had to consistently live within their spiritual nimne hanim nois, battling against the Hellenics, rose up against your people, Israel, to make them forget your Torah and violate the decrees of your will. And Israel was fighting the weak against the strong, the few against the many. Thus, Israel had to reach into and to connect with the, as we find in Samuel, I quote you the verse, and God. Now, mystically speaking, when it says and God, it's referring to the transcendence above and beyond the light of the ineffable tetragrammaton. So the verse says, and God illuminated my darkness. 
which is the miracle of Hanukkah within the one cruise of oil sealed by the high priest, untouchable by darkness and even more so illuminated my darkness. So too concerning the Kislev holiday of the 19th of Kislev, which is the Rosh Hashanah of Hasidus. For it is especially in these dark days of the heels of Mashiach, the footsteps of Mashiach, that we need to reveal the oil, which is the soul, the secret of secrets, the Yechida essence, the Hasidus of the Torah, in the fashion of, quote, when your wellsprings shall spread forth outside, in order to ignite the Yechida essence of the Jewish soul, to transform the darkness into the day of all light, speedily in our days. Amen.